Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There is a story for everyone here because every story matters. Welcome everyone to the Storybooks. This is the place to be if you are a lover of stories, learning new and interesting things, and if you want to grow abundantly. My name is Jay Phantom, and I believe it's my purpose to help you realize your worth and become the greatest and best version of you possible. I am grateful that you're here today. Now let's journey into the Storybox together and hear more about whose story will be unboxed today. How many of you actually want to live for a long period of time? I have no doubt that those of you that are listening right now want to live for as long as possible. Life is ultimately precious. Well, my guest today is someone that can help you do just that as best you can in terms of your health, that is. Anne Louise Gittleman is my guest today. Now, she is one of the world's foremost experts in functional and integrative medicine. She holds a MS in nutrition education from Columbia University. She has a title of certified nutrition specialist from the American College of Nutrition and a PhD in holistic nutrition. She's also served as a chief nutritionist uh, at different hospitals and she's a former director of nutrition at a longevity center in Santa Monica, California. She has won numerous awards, including the American Medical Writers Association Award for Excellence. And over the years, Anne Louise has been a regular health contributor on several television shows and networks, including 2020, Dr. Phil, The View, Good Morning America, Extra, Fit TV, and The Early Show, uh, and many, many more. Anne has actually written well over 35 books, which is honestly insane if you ask me. But she has a new book out right now. Go and get a copy of it after you've listened to this conversation. But it's called Radical Longevity, The Powerful Plan to Sharpen Your Brain, Strengthen Your Body, and Reverse the Symptoms of Aging. Now, in this conversation, we talk about Alzheimer's disease, how that actually happens, uh, diabetes, you name it. It's all in here. Uh, she is a lovely human being. I know you guys are going to love her advice and her personality, but if you do get something from it, share it around to your friends and family, let everyone know about this episode, show some love and support, uh, and by, uh, spreading it around, tagging her on Instagram, you know, do all that amazing stuff that you guys do. And then don't forget before you go to subscribe and leave a rating and review over another podcast, if you do love this episode but you know what time it is my friends it is time to become or learn how we can live longer uh, as we dive into the story box today and learn the incredible wisdom the advice and the story of none other than Anne louise gittleman thank you so much jane what a pleasure to be with you here in sydney australia 
you're, you're across the world in Idaho right now, and I'm in Sydney, Australia, yet we're able to connect. It's an absolute pleasure to welcome you and, and have you here on the show today. I can't believe that I am, I am super excited to have you here because I love talking about this stuff. Health. Oh, I love it too. Health, wellness, you name it. Um, before we dive into all that good stuff though, I normally start off all my conversations with one particular question I think you might like, which is what does success look like for you? Oh, what a wonderful question. I think success looks like really impacting the life of millions of people so that they can be healthier, they can be happier, and they can be experiencing more joy in their lives, and they can be together in their body, mind, and spirit. Mm, that's a beautiful definition. When was the moment for you and that you realized this for yourself? Was this a gradual thing over time, or was there more of a catalyst moment somewhere in your life? I think it was the catalyst of the 18th book. I was an overnight success with number 18. I'd been writing books for years and all of a sudden one of the books really took off and that was the Fatflush plan. And I realized how potent and how powerful a diet and lifestyle program could be in the, for the health of millions. So we sold millions of copies. People went on the internet miracle diet, which is what it was called. And lo and behold, I was able to influence thousands of upcoming nutritionists, health coaches, and doctors all over the world. So that was really my aha book, as it were. Mm. So did you ever think growing up that you would actually be doing this sort of work, that you'd be writing best-selling books that you'd be in the health and nutrition sphere? No. I never did. What did you I plan wanted on to be doing? A, I, want, I wanted to be a lawyer. Really? What was, your, yeah. what was your mindset around wanting to be a lawyer? Where did that come from? I have a great sense of justice, mm. fairness, really representing the underdog. So I, I think I do that in some ways with the work that I'm doing in health and healing. But this came kind of later in life. I was in college majoring in, in uh, I was majoring actually in English and religion at that point. So I went through many different ideologies, so to speak, many different developmental stages. And I happened to walk in on a uh, conversation between two co-eds who were talking about a book by Adele Davis, who was the only voice of nutritional wisdom in the early 70s. And I saw there was something about the concept of Adele Davis and people that didn't have to get older if they didn't want to, handling stress with ease, and really figuring out the underlying causes of all degenerative disease that really touched my soul. So I began reading all of her work and then everything else that was out there. And lo and behold, that's when my life took on a different direction. So I was overhearing a conversation. It was all about a conversation. Mm, I like that. And um so you studied in, in university health and nutrition. Did you find it easy for you to retain or was it sort of difficult and challenging for you? Well, I was an English and drama and religion major. I forgot about the drama part. Oh. So, so I used to memorize all the time for plays and musical comedy. And so it, it wasn't difficult, but I had to go back to school to get all of my biochemistry. So I went back to school in the early 70s and then graduated with a degree as a dietetic internship, as a dietetic intern, and then did an internship in some of the hospitals in New York. I was in Harlem. I was in 
the, the Queens area. And then for some reason, I decided to apply to Teachers College at Columbia and I was accepted in their nutrition education department. And after that, I went on to Bellevue. So my career really took off after Columbia. It was just a, a developmental thing. And I think the fates smiled on me because I was able to really sit at the, at the feet of some really wonderful teachers at that point. Mm. Do you have a, a a remembrance of one particular teacher that sort of stands out to you the most? They they taught you, uh, I guess you could say, uh, something that you hold dear to your heart today. Yeah, she was the 84-year-old teacher that I met when I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I went for a class called The Five Days That Would Change Your Life. Her name was Dr. Hazel Parcell. She was considered the grand dame of alternative medicine. And I was a very young girl. I was about 25 at the time, walked into her class and was there for five days mesmerized. Jay, she was 84 years young at that point, years young, because she was holding court from seven in the morning till nine at night without stopping. The only time she would take a break was when one of her assistants walked in and said, the queen is on the phone, doctor, can you take the call? And she'd have to excuse herself. So she was really dealing with heads of state back in the 70s. She was working with the FBI. You cannot imagine what a teacher she was. And I learned to look at underlying causes of disease even way back then when nobody was looking at underlying causes. And I haven't stopped looking since. My goodness. I love how you said 80, 84 years young. And that, she that, was. And so what a role model. And so, so writing this book, Radical Longevity, I have a role model that you don't stop at 84. You've just begun because that's when I began learning and, and really apprenticing with her at the feet of the master. She died at 106 with all of her faculties. I believe she died of a broken heart, to be honest with you. Oh, that is... That is sad. Tragic. I never thought she would die, to be oh. very honest. So some people are like that. I'm curious, why can some people get to 106, whereas other people only get to, say, the age of 60 or 70? Well, genetics plays a role, not as big a role as we, we used to think, but genetics could play a role. The lack of social connection in their lives, social connection and conductivity is exceedingly important. Lack of getting up in the morning and having a purpose. Now, you don't have to be working, but you have to have a purpose, whether that's volunteerism or actually going into an office nine to five. You need to be exercising and you need to be eating properly because in this day and time, you really can't take a chance on a lot of the foods that are out there. It's, there's no such thing as eating whatever your heart desires. You have to restrict your eating, practice a little intermittent fasting, a little cleansing, a little detox. And I think people are missing one of those four particular traits. So I can't eat ice cream or indulge in sugar every single day for the rest of my life and expect to live to 106? Well, some people do indulging in all kinds of things, quite frankly, because the because the, the gene the gene gods have looked kindly upon them, and they do all kinds of things. But I think for those of us born, you know, in the twentieth century, it's not quite as easy. So you can indulge once in a while. It's what you do every day that counts, not what you do once in a while. That's the issue. So speaking about genetics and the day and age that we live in today, with all the technology, with all the advancements. Is there a way that we are able to uh, change our genetics so that we can live longer at a particular age or is it or are we stuck with them? No, you can change, you know, you, you can definitely change. You can override everything through the new science of epigenetics that I talk about in the book. 
And the idea is that your biography should not, your biology should not be your biography and your DNA is not your destiny. You know, the environment kind of pulls the trigger. The DNA loads the gun, but the environment pulls the trigger. So that if you can kind of quench the systemic inflammation that's so prevalent in this day and age with all the toxins in the environment, if you can eat properly, get some connectivity in your life, have a purpose, I think you have a really good chance of outliving your genetic predispositions. Mm. I mean, I have three detox pathways that are blocked out of the four that, that we have been blessed with. And I've been able to do it at the age of 70. And I intend to do that because it's mind over matter. It's also having a miracle mindset that is so important. It's attitude more than anything else. Mm, I love this. And and one thing that you mentioned there that I, I wholeheartedly believe in is the purpose element. And what I want to ask you, Anne, is firstly, what is your purpose in life? And secondly, how can people find their own purpose in their life so then they are able to live longer oh these are easy questions jay very easy questions (laughs) so the purpose i think is to be a um is to be a way shower to show the way in terms of health and healing from what i've learned i have i've studied with masters many people in my position haven't had the ability to study with a hazel parcells with a nathan pritikin with a Dr. Atkins, and I was working very closely with Dr. Robert Atkins as well at the Atkins diet. So I wanna share their, their wisdom as well. And I think it's important for everybody to make an individual decision about their purpose in life. What may be my purpose may be very different than somebody else. So I think it's only something that's an individual choice. But knowing that you have a purpose, I think is exceedingly important in extending your youth span. Why do you think some people actually struggle to find or know that they have a purpose in life? Because I I don't think that they understand the connection between the soul and the higher force. Mm. And I think those of us that have some sort of spiritual slash religious connection have that intrinsically in our DNA. And many people have lost that connection. And I see it more and more in the mechanized society that we live in. What is, what is your spiritual practice or your, your belief system? You know, <laughs> it's constantly evolving. I'm very metaphysical. Mm. So I would say it, it, it's, it's a combination. Gosh, it's very eclectic. A combination of Buddhism and Judaism the mm. bu- together. So you've, you've meshed them together and that has helped you become more aligned with your beliefs of purpose, of self, and that helps you, yeah, well, I, I just love what they teach. In Judaism, it's not what you believe, it's what you do. And I love the concept of um, the Buddha, and it's not what you think, it's what you say, and the importance of kindness being so important. So I love those different aspects. I mean, I had a very religious upbringing, so I don't necessarily practice as much as I did when I was a child. But a lot of those precepts are part and parcel of what I do in this day and time. The, 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 the importance of learning, the importance of good work, the, learn, the importance of doing deeds of loving kindness. And of course, the kind element is where the Buddhism comes into play. Mm. And kindness is also part of a purpose. And that's what this is one of the reasons why I do what I do is to serve others, to be kind to others, secondly, but ultimately the best purpose in life is to serve others. Yes. Not yourself. I don't, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you don't because I'm curious about, okay, if we want to live 
for a very, very long time. You have a proven plan, I believe, in this book. It's a quite, a, quite an extensive book here uh, if you're watching the video. Um, how can we firstly, so I want to I go into the brain and the mind for, for, for a moment. Um, how can we keep our mind sharp, for, for example? And then secondly, what are some, is it just exercise or is diet also a part of keeping our mind sharp as well as knowing that we have a purpose and keeping that all meshed together? I think it's a combination of everything that you're talking about. I'm not sure that there's one element that I can extract. And I deal with all those elements of mind, body, and spirit in the brain chapter. But I would say that having a physical regimen, whether that's dancing, whether that's going up and down your stairs 45 times as super agers do, or going out and gardening and even walking is exceedingly important to get the brain moving. Removing toxins from the brain is also important. And the two toxins that I talk about in great detail that are mentioned in the book are the iron, which likes to stockpile in the brain and copper, especially the copper from copper pipes. So detoxification, exceedingly helpful. And then of course, there's a very important element. There's a mineral that I talk about, which is the magic mineral that I'm so pleased that I bumped into with the research and that is lithium, which can actually not just prevent, but reverse Alzheimer's. So lithium is a key, regardless of whatever else you do. Diet is important, having blueberries, having broccoli, having beets, the three Bs, very important. So anything that you can do to clean up your microbiome, which will actually help to clean up your brain is important. A clean body is a clean brain. I love uh, broccoli or broccoli, as I say. People hate me saying broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> You got broccoli, me. bring on the broccoli and bring on the broccoli sprouts and the broccoli seeds, which are very high in sulforaphane, a very important detoxifying uh, substance. So yeah, I mean, diet, there's no question that diet is important. A little bit of coconut oil, very important for the brain. Turmeric, we know is very important because the Indian people are very long lived when it comes to not suffering from Alzheimer's or, or dementia. So there's a lot of things you can do, but I gotta tell you something, the research in, into lithium and what I write about in the book will just blow everybody's mind. It blew me away. And now everybody I know, I insist they take at least 10 to 20 milligrams of lithium a day. That's how important that research is. Where did you discover that lithium is important for our and, and starving off uh, Alzheimer's disease. I interviewed a Dr. Greenberg on my podcast, who is a kind of an integrative psychiatrist that talked about the use of microdosing lithium, not the psychotropic lithium that people take for depression, but the microdosing and how important that was and what a difference you found in people's well-being. So that started, and then I did research on my own, and I found that there was a lot of studies in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. There was an article that was written in the New York Times in 2014, where a psychiatrist even said it'd be a good idea for everybody to take a little bit of small-dose lithium. And so that gave a kind of carte blanche to the use of this mineral, which is very deficient in many people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's mind-blowing when you find that there's a little baby mineral there that's not in our diets the way that it should be, that can actually disintegrate some of those neurofibrillary tangles and the beta amyloid plaques that are the keynotes of Alzheimer's. So this is, that was a biggie. And that's what I insist everybody do. So I've got two questions coming from that. The first one is, um, 
if someone was to challenge you on this and say, no, and you're wrong completely and here's why, what would you say to them? And secondly, where does, can we, we were talking about our DNA and our, our genetics earlier. Can we stop or literally prevent if we do have Alzheimer's disease, can we reverse that? Uh, well, you can, you, you can with a couple of things. Now, lithium was the magic bullet that I discussed. And anybody that wants to debate that, I mean, they have their opinion, I have mine. The point being is that you have to try every single thing that you can with such a devastating illness. The most devastating illness that baby boomers are the most scared of is Alzheimer's. So you have to do whatever it takes, whether it's, whether it's 100% research or it's the gold standard or not to try to stave off such a devastating condition. So, so it's number one, taking the lithium, number two, cleaning up your diet, number three, having physical exercise every day, and number four, cleaning up the iron in your bloodstream by giving blood regularly, as well as cleaning up the copper in your environment. And all that is discussed in great length in this book. Mm. I was um, looking through it as well, and I noticed you talk about type 3 diabetes, I didn't know there was such a thing as type 3 diabetes. Is that Alzheimer's disease? Well, some people have called Alzheimer's type 3 diabetes, yes. Hmm. So for those people that don't know what Alzheimer's is, are you able to give people a, a picture of what it is? Brain cells, very simplistically, where memories are forgotten and, you've, and people start to suffer and get progressively worse. And so there's nothing that we know of except for the lithium to actually start reversing that. And that's why it's called the Cinderella mineral. Mm, Cinderella mineral. That's fascinating. I so, love that title. <laughs> so do I. Uh, is there any place in this book, so for those people that want to pick up a copy now, they can, it's available, they can pick it up at all bookstores. But if I was to to turn to any page or chapter in this book that is going to give me, say, the most out of this book, that is going to challenge me, that is going to, you know, give me a renewed perspective on my mindset, you name it, which chapter or page would you recommend that I turn to? The introduction, number one, which will tweak your interest or pique your interest, I should say. We've got the introduction and then you've got the appendix with all the charts, Jay, that give the condition you may be wanting to resolve, the targeted vitamins, minerals, and lifestyle practices that I suggest. Mm, you've got, I'm not a big fan of anti-aging right at the start. <laughs> no, I like, I like, I think aging is a privilege. It's a privilege denied to many. So I think we have to respect it, but proceed with healthy aging or healthy. I like to say saging. We're all saging, Jay, not aging. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, you also talk about in this book, how we can reignite our sex life, how we can also reverse hair loss, which uh, I think I don't want to go bald. <laughs> I don't want to go gray either. Uh, is that just straight from diet again? No, we use other methods and, and uh, lifestyle practices. We talk a lot about plasma-rich platelets that you can inject into the hair follicles that I have done in certain little areas. Mm. 
Uh, that's number one, the PRP. We talk about stem cells are discussed in the book and, and a lot of vitamins and minerals that are more like nutraceuticals rather than just plain vitamins and minerals. So you can take this on any level that you want. For those that can't afford a more expensive procedure, we give them vitamins, minerals, and amino acids. I find what's most important for hair is the health of the thyroid and amino acids. Mm. Do you ever get tired at all, Anne? I'm no, I'm hyperactive. I don't really get tired. So what I get, tell me I, what time I, do you get up in the morning and what time do you usually go to bed? Six o'clock. I go to bed at 10. What? <laughs> that is, that is crazy. And what is your, what does your day normally look like? Is it like fairly intense packed out schedule? It's intense now because we're in full-blown PR mode for this book, to be quite honest with you. I mean, I'm doing five interviews today. You're the fifth. My goodness. One of my, you're one of my favorites, of course, but you are the fifth interview. So, I mean, I have, I have a lot of mental energy. What I do find that I'm not doing enough of is actually moving around as much as I should. I, so I jump up and down 20 times, three times a day to get the lymph moving, to get the fascia kind of uh, going in the right direction to stretch out my, my joints, my ligaments, my tendons. So I'm a bit of a workaholic, so I have to work on that. That's what my little uh, cross in life is, to, to get, get out of work, being such a workaholic and smell the roses. Um, um, if people are watching the video, you can see that I am smiling because this woman is amazing. You're an inspiration. <laughs> like I should not be complaining at all for being tired because, wow, <laughs> you, you're inspiring to me. So thank you so much for... For your time today, I've got two more questions for you, if you don't mind. Of course, Jay. You're an absolute pleasure. How old are you? I am 24 years old, believe you're it or a not. Young, you're a young pup. You're <laughs> very mature for you. You're a young pup. Thank you. I, I love this stuff because I, I've had my own journey with health and I just, I'm very curious about how we can either live longer, how we can take better care of ourselves. There's a lot of science out there. There's a lot of knowledge love speaking to doctors because doctors have been part of my life for, for literally my whole life. <laughs> so I, I love, uh, I love your message as well. So, uh, this is a more of a fun question for you. Fun question. I love fun. Good fun question. Uh, <laughs> what is the weirdest food combination you've ever tried? Uh, weirdest food combination I've ever tried are sesame seeds, a powdered probiotic and coconut milk. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm can be a pretty weird gal to be honest with you. Wow. People don't do what I do and aren't very weird. I mean, I was doing colon hydrotherapy at the age of 24. What? And haven't stopped since. Yes, and coffee enemas. So there, there's nothing I won't try. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, my final question for you, Anne. This is my all-time favorite question. I ask everyone at the end. So I want you. It's a hypothetical one. But I want you to imagine with me for a moment that you've been able to reach the age of 100 or beyond, whatever year that you want. Uh, but your friends have decided to put together for your for your for your birthday a film of everything you've ever said and everything you've ever done. Don't ask me how in the world they got it all. We'll call it magic for sake of argument. But they've been able to get it and show it to you on your hundredth birthday or whichever oh. birthday that's old. Uh, what do you want that film to say and to show about your life? Probably one sentence. 
um, she did it her way. And that's the way that I outline in Radical Longevity so that everybody can sharpen their mind, get stronger, be sexier, be, be more fit as the older they get. I just want to truly refine and redefine aging and make it into a period of time where you can expand your health span, your youth span, rather than degen become degenerate and dependent. I, I hate the concept of loss of independence. So we just have to redefine the whole concept of aging and become sages in saging. Mm. Is anything missing currently in your life, Anne? Smelling the roses is a little missing, but that'll happen this summer. And you're welcome to come to Idaho and help smell the roses with me. I, I accept that invitation. <laughs> I can't wait till uh, America opens up and I'm able to travel again. But this I hope been, so, God willing. This has been an amazing conversation. I wish I had more time with you. But And thank you so much for coming on the Storybox podcast, sharing your wisdom, your message. People can go and get the book now. Where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more about your work? AnnLouise.com, A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com. Thank you so much, Anne, for coming on the Storybox podcast. Thank you. What a pleasure. I really don't like this part because it means that sadly we have come to an end of yet another story. I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to our guest today. It is my prayer that you would have felt inspired, motivated, challenged in some way, and that you would have learned something new as well. If you would like to hear more amazing stories like this one, you can do so now by searching up the story box on all podcast platforms. It is that easy. And if you did get something from today's guest, please do share it around with your friend or family member who you feel could benefit from hearing today's story. And before you go, I greatly appreciate it if you could spend 30 seconds leaving a rating review over on Apple Podcast. It goes a long way to reaching more people and building this community of the Storybox. Let's start changing lives through powerful stories like this one you heard today. Your support is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, when we dive back into the story box, I'm Jay Phantom, and don't forget, your story is worth more than you know. I'll catch you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.